Let's go. Hey, the familiar voice of Lego is uh he missing again. Actually, I want to wish a happy, happy Father's Day to all the fathers um, in the whole world, not just locally, but around the whole entire world. Um, it's good to have a day for men to celebrate with their children and their families uh, to have that great one day. But men, we just can't let that one day be the one day where we are fathers or daddies to our children. And along the way, what I've learned that you can make amends with your children and whatever the wrongs were, as you get older and you mature, you still can develop a relationship with your child and it can be uh, fruitful. It, It can work. By the way, this is the Unfinished Business, a podcast brought to you by Talbert and Talbert. Sorry I didn't give you the familiar introduction, but you know what it is. This is the Unfinished Business, and we shoot Spitfire. We come straight at you. Uh, not too many opinions, but relative stories. Stories that, that make sense, that stories that transcend stories and, and our life. Uh, lessons that we learn and experiences. But back to the point, uh, just a trial and error for me and learning for me with my own children that uh, eventually, you know, children come back around. They're always going to be your child no matter how old they get, no matter how grown they think they are, they will always be your child. You know, with my own experiences, of course, I've had some troubled times with my children but we've bridged the gap we closed the gap first it was wide now the net has you know cast the net out and now we've we've closed the gap and um they've grown and they're older now and uh, they're they're they reach out and they're more mature so anyone who has had and been estranged from their child that you know don't worry even your stepchildren I hate to call them stepchildren because once a man takes on a role as a responsible parent, yeah, okay, let's say step because it's technically isn't yours biologically, but if you're going to um, assume that position, then you know I go along the lines that he or she had them, but I got them. So that's just my take on it. It's neither here nor there. Um, you know, it takes a it takes a village to raise a child. It doesn't just take one person. You know, it's it's a tough, 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 tough uh, way to do it alone or try to do it alone. But if you had some help along the way, when you get that help along the way, just accept that help. Men, just try to turn the corner back and reach out. You know, it's never too late. It's never too late. Trust me. I'm just speaking from experience. I'm not. You know, most of the things I say on these podcasts is, are things that I've been through and things that we've been through, or we just bring you news, relative news. So that's enough on that topic. Um, the pandemic. The pandemic is is coming to a close for us as as a 
on the outskirts, uh, I guess superficially, where they're trying to do away with, you know, aesthetically, they're trying to do away with the mask, they're trying to do with away with the, with the, uh, uh, conveniences of, of you being around other people but we have to understand the virus the virus isn't going anywhere how long have colds the common cold been around <laughs> forever right you know you just answer your own question in your own head so the common cold is a virus it's not going anywhere coronavirus corona 19 novel coronavirus is not going anywhere Actually, there's a new strain. I say that because now we're going to have some division. It's funny how they change the discussion and change the narrative. It's funny how you can be controlled to change the discussion and change the narrative. We went from, ugh, ah, fighting and shooting and people even getting killed for not wearing a mask. Now, they've changed the narrative to back where, oh, everything's normal now now it's at the point where wow he got a mask on why is he wearing a mask or she wearing a mask so now we're getting into another type of of conversation and we're back almost where we started from pre-coronavirus then into the pandemic where there was discussion about the mask and now as discussion against the mask Uh, it's tricky so you know I just say you know go at your own discretion if you want to wear a mask wear a mask you don't want to wear a mask don't wear a mask Um, if you feel that for health reasons you're still stuck in that in that gray area where a mask is important for you to wear then wear it you have the right not to get sick You have the right not to get sick or prevent yourself and others from being sick. And that's a responsibility that you have to you, your family, your friends, your workmates, your co-workers. And if you feel that wearing a mask or getting a vaccine will help you not spread or come in contact or catch this virus, then so be it. You can take your own precautions and and go at it how you think you should go at it but no one should be able to tell you how to take care of your health and what you feel is good for your health and if you took all the science and the data and and combined it and came up with your conclusion that wearing a mask is good for you it's going to prevent you from getting it the virus spreading the virus would you wear it it's almost like saying i'm gonna take a chance Am I going to have sex with a girl or a guy who has an STD? Are you going to go at it bareback or are you going to wear a condom? Just saying. It's a risk. What are you going to do? Same as wearing a mask. Same concept. A little extreme. A little extreme. But you guys get the picture. For those who are thinking about it rationally, I'm just putting it out there. Um, wow. 
I've uh, I've always liked to keep in tune with world events, and uh, I just want people kind of, not kind of, stay stay aware. You know, kind of kind of watch your environment, watch what goes on. I've seen in Chicago where the numbers just keep rising. I think they said 54 people were shot, wounded. 19 were seriously wounded, 12 uh, fatally. It's like a video game. It's like a. It's like watching, you know, Call of Duty. It's like there's no value or no regards for life anymore. So just, just kind of stay, you know, diligent and vigilant, and um, and protecting yourself and your loved ones. Because life is not a game. You only got one. And uh, if you get a kill shot, you know, from some person who's who's angry that day and they got a gun and you don't, then that could be, you know, that could end it for you. And that, that takes you, you know, to our Second Amendment rights to bear arms. You know, I'll be on the fence about that, too. I think everybody should be able to bear, bear arms. I think, I think, personally... You should be able to carry a concealed weapon. You should be able to carry a concealed weapon. Period. Um, why my beliefs like that is because you can protect others in time of a purge. I call, I call Chicago a purge. You can te- protect others. In, in, in time, you can check your family. You can possibly check yourself. You know, you can't really guard against uh, anyone who's going to uh, shoot or shoot at you or be shot. Or even if you shoot someone or... or but it's about being responsible. Basically, it's about being responsible and, and protecting yourself. And um, if you have those things in order, I believe that a reasonable person should be able to bear arms just my take on it um, this world is changing very rapidly every single day every single day um, and you can't tro- you can't control the thoughts nor the actions of others and you don't know at what point and what day someone's having a bad day a mental breakdown could possibly end it um going to go to health um stay healthy you know it's the best i can say do the best you can we never know what time or day month or year that uh we're not going to be around but at least you can do your best to be proactive you can you definitely be your you can help yourself basically you can help yourself you can try to eat right you can exercise you can go to the doctor regularly that could possibly, you know, help you out and um, keep you here a little longer, uh, possibly. Uh, that's enough on that topic. Let that go. Or turn to um, sports. Sports. The NBA is being exposed. It's being exposed to small markets. Now you have these small markets where the players are out brandishing 
the market. Meaning, if I had Tide detergent, which is a big brand, but now here I come in a small market and I come with some off-brand detergent that's equivalent to Tide, then Tide is kind of, you know, in a competitive state. Right now, what we have is these states where big markets were always controlled, the NBA. It was always Los Angeles, New York, Chicago, Philly. Those states and those cities always controlled the NBA. We always expected one of them to be at the end of the line when that particular sport's season concluded we were we were we always expected that but now the talent the talent is matching the big market the small market talent is matching the big market if that makes sense now the nba ha- nba has some thinking to do they're gonna have to start shifting players just everywhere it's not gonna be just i want to be in new york because of madison square garden i want to be in la because of the weather in chicago and staples center i want to be in atlanta because of the bright lights and the glitter i want to be in chicago because michael jordan played there this whole dynamic is changing rapidly philadelphia is out with all that talent doc rivers joel joel Embiid, tobias harris you see i forgot somebody right ben simmons dude Dude, what are you doing? I'm not even going to comment because you make $140 million. But the NBA got to stop wasting their money. They got to stop wasting their money. Look at John Morant and look at Ben Simmons. You got to stop wasting your money. But I believe once they dump their money into a player... They just roll with it. They, they don't want to feel like they've been shafted. But Ben Simmons is another Markel Fultz. But you know what? You know what? Don't let me be a hypocrite. Because I said when you do things like that, you cause people their jobs and this cancel culture. So let me not say that. Just I'm going to hold my tongue. Ben Simmons, just get better. I mean, you're a young man. 24, 23 years old. Got to love... A lot of upside and potential to you, but at 6'10", 220, all the athletic prowess that you have, you shy away from contact. Um, you even missed a dunk. I seen you. Ah, you know what? I quit. I said, I quit. I quit. I quit. Now we'll, we'll move to Atlanta Hawks. Trey Young is the business. He's the truth. He's just, he's just... And all around, just phenomenal player. Has a lot of heart. He reminds me a little bit, and just a tiny, 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 tiny bit of Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson is my all-time player to me. The all-time, one of my all-time greats. The guy was durable. He bounced up from being hit. He took contact. He had heart. Trey Young doesn't have that kind of heart. He doesn't have that kind of flexibility. Uh, 
that kind of uh, ruggedness, raw, rawness in his game. But he's a pure shooter, and he lets it fly from half court, and he'll point down and show you where he shot from. Got to get back on defense, though. <laughs> hey, Trey, look. When you point down at the logo, rush back. Don't just stand there and point down. Let your defender run past you and get a, get a cherry pick. We call it cherry picking. I don't know what NBA calls it, but hood basketball, we call it cherry picking. Phoenix looks good, but I guess one is minus Kawhi and the other is minus LA's minus Kawhi. Clippers, that is. And Portland. Oops, Portland. I'm tripping. Phoenix is minus Chris Paul, which is a really good addition. Let me tell you guys something. Chris Paul deserves every single State Farm penny he gets. He is an absolute beast. For sure. For sure. A first ballot. A first ballot uh, inductee into the Hall of Fame. He's just a stand-up guy. uh, Excellent basketball player. Phenomenal it's just just great just floor general sees the floor well distributes the ball well got that little mid-range a uh, little jumper in there and um nothing but uh respect him and great for that guy it's just awesome milwaukee eh. giannis can't shoot free throws he's kind of like ben simmons but he doesn't, he, he's not scared. He doesn't, he doesn't shy away from the contact. If he miss an air ball, I've seen him shoot two air balls in a game. And he came back right to the rack. Came back charging right at the defender. Want to get fouled again. He, he wasn't scared. So that's the kind of mentality that up and coming players should have when, when they're playing this sport. And they're making this $140 million dollars per year that people pay to come see and you're been you're getting paid for these types of acts to to be courageous and to to put your body out of the line and explain your talent it's your talent that people are playing for it's actually it's actually you know entertainment but we get wrapped into it because other championships and, and betting is involved. So you're, you're there to entertain us with, with your with your athletic prowess. And uh, when we don't get that, yeah, it's kind of a bummer. But anyway, I hope the Clippers bounce back. And I uh, hope Kawhi gets better. And I want to see... Chris Paul get better and, and you know nobody wants to win a game minus the, its best competition you don't want to say oh we lost because Chris Paul didn't play we lost because Kawhi didn't play and uh, Paul George is balling you know he, he, he he's doing well shout out to uh, Terrence Mann he, he his uh, he's matured but he's always been on a big stage, from what I understand. He's always played in uh, Florida, which, you know, they had a big, big following. And they were always on NC2A championships and always in the um, in the conversation and always play, played in front of large, large crowds. So that gives him 
the uh, confidence to go out there and do, but you still have to put the work in. You still have to put the work in, regardless of all of that. You you still you still have to go out there and perform. So, um, with that being said, uh, we do a, a Haslam. We haven't forgot about Haslam. Then we kind of traded Haslam for for for. Uh, for Kwame Brown because Kwame Brown got caught in this little crosshairs and, and, and became a target of of, of bad play. Kind of like <laughs> Ben Simmons probably might end up you know, end up calling him a bust like they did Kwame, and, and and Ben Simmons may have to come out and defend himself and why he played the way he played. But uh, I got a new guy that uh, I never thought was going to be able to pull this off in this type of. Uh, journalistic market uh, Kendrick Perkins Kendrick Perkins let me get my words out uh, he's my Haslam but Haslam you're still here we got you, you we're, we're, you're never going to go anywhere but Kendrick Perkins is my is my is my fill in for Haslam he tells it like it is he's he's a student of the game he's played the game he's a he's an NBA champion and uh, I like the way he navigated himself into position to where he is to be on the the first takes and the sports centers to to give his opinion as well as he could from a basketball pr- perspective because he was a basketball NBA player. A lot of heart, a lot of grit, a lot of grind, a lot of mental, a lot of mental and physical toughness. So. I, I like the way that he's put it on that show, and when he be, when this is his chance to shine, uh, he articulates it the best. He's argumentative, argumentative. He's demonstrative in his in his demonstration on on how he he um on how he describes or is descriptive when he's commentating, and that's a big shout out to him. But anyway, that's um, you know that's a big step because it takes a lot of nerve to to get out there and and uh, display your talents and and speak about what you know about the game and how the game is supposed to be played because you played it at a, at a high capacity. So with that being said, hey, I wish you all had a great Father's Day. Um, Continue to get better. Continue to make those amends. Continue to forgive. Continue to show compassion. Continue to show strength. And uh, hopefully, hopefully everything will go well for everyone. Uh, we'll build a better, a better environment because right now the state of confusion is just that confusion. I'm about to get out of here. I want to, again, wish you all a very, very, very happy Father's Day. May God continue to keep you. May God bless your day. Oh, 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 I want to say one thing. I went to a West Coast rap reunion where my cousin, the real Richie Rich, part of LA Dream Team World Class Wrecking Crew. Uh, it was good to um, see everyone come into that environment and uh, be old school 
my, my nieces and nephews, you know, call me old man, which which I'm proud that to have made it this far. But again, um, I'm going to continue with may God continue to bless you. May God continue to keep you. May God continue to keep your family safe with strength and good health. And uh, I'm gone. Ciao.